It's not what you feel in any moment. It's what you decide. What you think you are going to speak, what you speak you are going to do, what you are going to do is going to ultimately create the legacy. I know that you're looking to leave on this earth. You're listening to this podcast for a reason. Our thoughts become our words. Our words become our actions. Our actions become our habits, and our habits create our legacy. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents. Now, our vision is to get you on the right path to your framework of success by focusing on the five power pillars, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and financial. Now, the King's Council is not your average coaching program. It's much more than that. It's a tribe of like-mindsetted men and women bonded by faith and relationship that you can do life with. Now, we're traveling across the United States this summer to a city near you, and we want you to join us in creating the next wave of faith-based entrepreneurs ready to become the CEOs of their life. Visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today to speak to one of our team members about how you can level up in all areas of your life today. This episode is brought to you by Gospel Canvas. Gospel Canvas is reimagining Christian art for today's generation of Christians. Their exclusive collections are custom, unique, and a beautiful reminder of the power of salvation and hope. Now, these pieces will brighten up any space and add high character and motivation that you can see, touch, and experience on a daily basis. Visit gospelcanvas.com today and use the promo code KING15 to get 15% off your purchase at checkout. That's gospelcanvas.com using the promo code KING15. Enjoy the show. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek. And today, well, you got me solo today, guys. And I wanted to do this episode because one thing I've noticed here as of late is this concept or this idea of just people struggling with what their calling is. Like, God, what do you have for me? What do you want me to do? And really just the struggle of people trying to find their passion of like, what are they going to do? What is their their God-given talent, their strengths, their abilities? How are they going to leave their impact on this world? And I want you to hear me when I say this. If you want to change the world, you first need to change your world, right? If we want to change the world, we have to first change our world. And here's how we do this. It's time we stop putting our comfort zone before our calling, right? It's time we stop putting our comfort zone before our calling, right? Every single one of you that's listening to me right now and hear me when I say this, you have a calling on your life. I don't care how you feel right here, right now. It doesn't matter how you feel because faith isn't how we feel. It's how we act, right? That's why it says with faith without works is dead, right? And it says that if there is a spirit of heaviness, we have to put on a garment of praise. It's an act, right? So it's time as believers, it's time for us to start 
taking action to stop putting our comfort zone ahead of our calling. It's time we get aggressive, we get assertive, and we get in the game here. All right, are you guys with me on this? So before we dive into this, I want to make sure that we can define or have an understanding of what the comfort zone is. Okay, because this can mean different things for different people. And I want to make sure that if we can have an agree upon like what the term comfort zone is and really how this concept or this idea, it so often it just holds people back. So many of us are just being held back because of our comfort zone. So I looked this up of what the definition of a comfort zone is. And a comfort zone is a self-imposed hear me on that, self-imposed boundary where a person will refuse to push past. And doing so often fills that person with nervousness and anxiety. So it's a self-imposed boundary where a person just refuses to push past. And based upon my own experience and, and really just through the oodles of coaching calls that I've done over the years now, I've noticed a common theme when it comes to people putting their comfort zone over God's calling on their lives, right? And I'm going to break down a few of these different themes in which I've seen. And the first one is, if your life right now, if you feel like you're stuck in really one of those unwanted seasons where you're like, meh, you're just stuck in that unwanted season for an extended period of time, This is most likely a sign from God that he wants you to get out of that comfort zone, right? Because if God wanted to create a bunch of mindless robots, we're simply just pre-programmed to do exactly what he wanted us to do. He would have done that, right? But that's just not what he has done, okay? He's given us the ability to have free will and make decisions. And God created us to be partners with him in those decisions that we make in life. So yes, God, he's ultimately in control and he reserves the, that sovereign right to allow or not allow certain things to take place or happen in our lives. But most of what happens, most of what happens in our lives is a direct connection to our willingness to follow his leading. Okay, hear me again. Most of what happens in our lives is directly connected to our willingness to follow his leading. God's, he'll often tell us what he wants us to do, right? When we have that choice, more than likely, God, if we seek him and if we look to him, right, he wants to tell us what to do in those situations. And when we choose not to do something that God wants us to do, it's oftentimes the result of really just a lack of progression in life. If you heard any of our coaching calls, I'm a firm believer that we are either continually progressing or we're regressing. There's no such thing as staying still. And God's not going to make you do certain things. But if you refuse to follow where he's leading, he's going to let you remain stuck right where you're at. And a prime example of this principle is seen in the life of Jonah. When God called Jonah to preach to Nineveh, and he refused. He actually, God caused him to literally get stuck in life, unable to move forward. God didn't want to cause the fish to to swim to Nineveh to then force Jonah to do what he wanted to do, but God did hold him in the belly of that fish, held him in there until he repented of his refusal to follow him. In Jonah uh, chapter 2, verses 8 and 10, this is, it states, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. 
I will say salvation comes from the Lord and the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. So just like this, if you're stuck in an unwanted season of life because you're refusing to do something that God wants you to do, you're going to remain stuck until you get out of your comfort zone and get into the obedience of the God-given calling on your life. All right, so another common theme that I've noticed is really when it comes to fear and anxiety. And some of you just heard me say that and have this overwhelming feeling of ickiness right now, right? Fear and anxiety. If your fear of taking a step of faith is causing more anxiety than the worst case scenario, like if you think about the worst case scenario, if your fear is causing more anxiety than what would happen based upon that worst case scenario, that's a pretty good sign that God does want you to get out of your comfort zone right? He doesn't want you to stay in that area of of fear and anxiety, right? Ironically, though, when we let our minds think too much about taking a step of faith rather than just taking that step, the fear that can just start to build up inside of us. And then actually, it just starts to overwhelm us and takes over more so than actually taking the step to overcome that fear would actually be, right? So when you think too much or too often about something that you know that you already should do, you're just allowing those unnecessary feelings, that anxiety to build up within you. Chris, if you know what God is telling you to do, sitting there and thinking about it, it just causes an unnecessary analysis paralysis, right? We've all done it. Right? So think of these as like illogical fears because they are. They're illogical fears and anxieties. If they're growing inside of you, the more that you wait to get out of your comfort zone, right? That's a good sign or a good sense that God's calling you to do that thing, right? So the best thing that you can do is act. When you sense God telling you, act on it, move, act on that prompting, that feeling, that pulse right? That's Holy Spirit telling you it's time to act. Thinking too much about the worst case scenario, it simply creates more fear than the actual worst case scenario. Because we just start to think about it and we think about it. What if this happens? And what if this happens? Our thoughts create more issues for us than if we actually just did what we were thinking about. Even if it goes horribly wrong, it's never as bad as suffering with the endless internal anxiety. Because when you really get down to it, what's the worst that could happen, really? Like, what is the really the worst case scenario that could happen? Is it getting rejected by, you know, a, a woman or a guy or somebody that you like? Is it is it so painful versus like waiting 10 years to finally pursue that person only to find out that you just wasted 10 years, right? Or there, there's always that what if, Or maybe it's that applying for a job or starting that business because you're too afraid of what might happen, right? You could fail at that startup, right? Or maybe it's having the hard conversation with somebody that that you just, you know that you should have it, but you just don't do it. And it becomes so painful, more painful than to, as, as to never actually having that conversation. So you live in a, a, a function or a dysfunction in that relationship right? Philippians 4, 
8 and 9, it says this, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Okay, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So according to this passage, we should only dwell on good things, on holy things, and then we must put them into practice. It's not enough just to dwell on them or to think about them, but we got to put them into practice. That's the lesson that God's teaching us here. So if we allow ourselves just to think about our fears and we never put them into practice, what's God teaching us? We're going we're gonna to simply regret never getting out of our comfort zone. And I don't know about any of you, but I certainly don't want to have that. When I kick the bucket at the end of my life, I certainly don't want there to be a feeling of regret that I just never took that step of faith, that step out of my comfort zone. And one of the other things that I've noticed here is really the power of conviction. And hear me on this. If you've noticed yourself that you just keep getting upset for being so passive, we'll call it, or really not living a life by design, okay, this is often a sign that God or Holy Spirit here is convicting you to get out of your comfort zone. The worst part about being too passive in our life it's not the fact that you're going to miss out on so much good stuff that you could have experienced, but the worst part is being confined to the prison of your own mind as you feel that pain of your own passivity. I believe that this is one of the lessons here that we can learn from the story of Jesus and the rich young ruler. If you remember this story, the rich young ruler, Jesus pinpointed out that the man's greatest stronghold in his life was his money, like his possessions. In Mark chapter 10, verses 21 and 22, it states that, and Jesus looking at him, loved him, and he said to him, you lack one thing. Go sell all that you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. And then disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. So in this, guys, Jesus, he points out the one thing in our lives which we're passively withholding from him. Like, what is that one thing, right? For this man, it was, it was his possessions, this great wealth that he had, right? And, and the guy, he was ready to follow Jesus, but Jesus knew that there was one fear deep down inside of him that would prevent him from his true obedience, his possessions, so for others, for some of you listening, maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's the safety, that comfort zone that we're living in. Whatever it is, Jesus will always point it out in love. And if you turn from Jesus as you passively try to just keep what God is telling you to give up, what is it? If you turn from Jesus, you're going to walk away disheartened and sorrowful, just like this passage says. And imagine what the years after this event, this ruler here, imagine his heart, his thought. Years later, after this exact event took place, imagine how he must have felt whenever he thought back to that day when he refused to follow Jesus because he wanted to remain safe. He wanted to be in his comfort zone with, with his riches and his possessions. Man, 
I don't want to live that life. I don't want to have that feeling five years from now, 10 years from now, that I was, I was too just caught up in being comfortable that I didn't just give it all to God. I didn't step into the calling that I knew God had on my life. So if you get upset with yourself for missing those opportunities that you sensed, I mean, I know I, there's been periods in my life that I just didn't step out. I felt that prompting that I just didn't step out in that step of faith that I knew God was calling me to do because of my fear, my fear. And we know that God did not give us that spirit of fear. So if you find yourself missing out on those opportunities, that's oftentimes a sign that God's telling you it's time to get out of your comfort zone. It can be scary. It absolutely can be a scary thing to give up your life to follow Jesus, but the risk is certainly worth the reward. It is absolutely worth the reward. So hear me when I say this, that it is time to stop putting your comfort before your calling. I said this before, and I'm going to say it again, that every single one of you listening to this, whether you believe it or not, you've got a calling on your life. It does not matter how you feel. It absolutely is how you act. Faith, it's certainly a belief, right? But faith without works is dead. It's an act. And again, it's time we get aggressive. We get assertive. Your life will absolutely follow your faith. And one thing that I've learned is that my faith never goes higher than my confession. My faith never goes higher than my confession. So think about that for yourself. Okay, Mark 11, 23, it says that we will have what we say. Mark eleven twenty three 23 says this. After all, Jesus said, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. That's it. Whoever says to this mountain, your faith will never go higher than your confession. The majority of how I feel on a daily basis is the direct result of the words that I speak. So listen to me, guys. It's time that we believe again. We start to speak life again. Statements of I can and I will. It's not about that I should do this or I hope to do this or that's probably a good idea. Okay, because it's not what you feel in any moment, it's what you decide. What you think you are going to speak, what you speak you are going to do, what you are going to do is going to ultimately create the legacy I know that you're looking to leave on this earth. You're listening to this podcast for a reason. Our thoughts become our words, our words become our actions, our actions become our habits, and our habits create our legacy. We're all writing a story here, guys. We're creating his story, right? And I want my history to be his story. So let's make it together, guys. Let's make history his story. So what are you going to do? You got this life. This is your life. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm no longer standing on the sidelines. I implore you to stop standing on the sidelines, to get in the game and play this game of life. You were created in the image of God Therefore, you have greatness inside of you. And God knew that the earth needed something that you've got. God created you for a reason because he knew the earth needed you. He needed you. The earth needed you for something that you've got deep down inside you.
So do not quit. Make up your mind right now. Have a made-up mind to stop putting your comfort before your calling. It's no longer, I should do this or I should do that. Jesus never said that I should go to the cross. I should heal the sick. It was, I must. I must. His calling was far more important than his comfort zone. The question is, is yours. I'll leave you with this, guys. You've heard me say this before. The bridge between where you are and where you want to be is very, very simple. It's action. The bridge from where you are to where you want to be is action. It's time to take action. Stop putting your comfort zone before your calling. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. For more information on the King's Council and becoming the CEO of your own life, visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today. You can also follow us on Instagram at kingscouncilcoaching. We'll see you next time.